Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4 of 5 Minute Bible Study and our first series where we are asking the question, Who, What is God? Uh, for the next three episodes we're going to reflect on the three omnis that describe God that you might have heard before. Um, that God is omnipotent, that God is omniscient and that God is omnipresent. And we will explore each as they come up over the next uh, couple of episodes. But today we are exploring the answer to the question, who is God? God is omnipotent. Um, and the word omnipotent derives from Latin, uh, the Latin words omnis meaning all and potus meaning power. Uh, and so to say God is omnipotent is to say that he is all powerful and almighty. And these are of course ways we see God described in scripture. There are a number of verses that seek to describe God as omnipotent. So I'm not just taking one passage today, but I want to reflect on a lot of scripture today, if possible. And here are a select few that we can start to look at God as being all powerful. In Job 42, it says, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Jeremiah 32, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Jeremiah 32, 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? We find in Genesis chapter 18, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. In Matthew 19, But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And then finally jumping forward into Revelation, where it says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of the almighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God almighty or omnipotent, reigns that's revelation 19 verse 6 and omnipotence doesn't describe god as someone who is building his power or someone who is nearing the completion of all his power but that he is and always has been all powerful and he holds all authority over creation life and death he holds all power over creation uh, in this sense and we see this in scripture Firstly, in Genesis, as God speaks creation into being, we see that he has power over it. And then we see it in Jesus, in Matthew 14, for example, as he walks on the water, or again, when he calms the storm. And Jesus doesn't change gravity or natural law, but he has authority over these things. So all-powerful over creation, and then all-powerful over life. God is with us every moment of every day, a topic we'll explore on Monday. But within the omnipotence of God, we can also be assured of the fact that he is our protector in daily life. Look at 1 Samuel 23, 14, for example. It says that David stayed in the wilderness strongholds and in the hills of the desert of Ziph. Day after day, Saul searched for him, but God did not give him into his hands. Or in Daniel 6, when we see God close the mouths of lions, God is all powerful over our daily lives. And then very importantly, God is all-powerful, omnipotent over death. God displayed his power over death when he raised Jesus from the dead, when he accomplished his victory over sin and death. 
as Luke says in Acts, but God raised him up again, putting an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. Or in 1 Corinthians when Paul says that God has not only raised Christ from the dead, but in his power he will raise us also. You see, we can trust in an omnipotent God to give us life and that he can accomplish anything through his power. And we as followers of Jesus can trust that God has defeated the enemy. And so as trials and struggles come our way, we can trust in his power that is within us to help us through. We can know every day that God is more powerful than any enemy we face. And so I want to pause, I want to think a moment about 1 Samuel 17 and to think about the story of David and Goliath. We often in this story place ourselves in the position of David. But let's replace us with God. Because we don't actually fight our battles in our own strength. God fights them for us in the person of Jesus. Jesus is the one overcoming our giants, overcoming all enemies because he has power over everything in creation. Some people ask the question, if God is omnipotent, then why does he need us? The answer to that is that he doesn't. But in his power, he chooses to use us to bring him glory. And only an all-powerful God uh, would do such a thing. But we don't need to be anxious about this for the reasons we've already discussed. Because in his mighty power, he is always with us. It may look like I am surrounded, but I am surrounded by you. So what's our takeaway from today? So often we claim to have faith in the omnipotent God who has power over creation, life and death. Yet we try to do everything in our own strength. We try to be David facing up against the Goliaths of our lives. As you reflect on the omnipotent, all-powerful God of all authority today, relinquish your pride. Acknowledge that you cannot win life's battles alone. And rightfully acknowledge that Jesus is actually the David that he is the one who fights these battles, that Jesus is the one who faced up to our giants on the cross and won and shares that victory with us. And if you have some time, uh, read Louis Giglio's Goliath Must Fall. But be encouraged by this attribute of God today, that God is omnipotent. Take confidence and heart to know that he is always with you and is all-powerful in everything we face. God will always be with us and we can trust forever in his power over creation, life and death. God is omnipotent. Thank you for listening. Uh, and again, I will see you soon.